Hey everyone, I'm Jamie. And I'm Andrea, or as most people call me, Anj. And this is Trendish. We'll be covering relationships, faith, leadership, health, and everything in between. I'll definitely troll. And I'll probably cry. And we're so glad you're here to witness the whole thing. Thanks for joining us. Let's dive in. Captain. Okay, we have started. Hello, Anj. What's up, Jam? You know, one of these days we really are going to have, like... A good schedule, a a plan, interviews, topics. I have it all in my head, but you won't meet with me. You're too booked up. I think I I just. I actually think I just broke my jaw. You have not once said, "Hey, would you like to meet about?" Oh, you're always in a place. (laughs) (laughs) Orange. I mean, you can cut it if you want, but it's true. I am always in a place. I've got Jamie red and sweating before, you know, we're even <laughs> one minute in. <laughs> I'm getting hot. Sorry. Wow. Um, anyway, we'll, we'll do that then. I'll, I'll send a... Yeah, if the people want to know, I am. I am in a place. Okay? Like, <laughs> now that you've just exposed me, <laughs> barren on the you table. You exposed it to yourself at some point, so... Well, this actually leads real. really well into what we want to talk about today. I, see, I set us up. I you did not. Do that. No. I always do that. I do no. so good. You didn't. I'm super humble, too, if anyone else wanted to know about that. About the last one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, Jane, what are we talking about? You know, I think this is a really, a really great time to talk about grace. Did I just sound something there? I think I could hear it. About? <laughs> anyway, um, to talk about grace and self-hatred and victim mentality and kind of all the things. So, I'm What makes this a great time? Oh, just, you know, being in a place that can't, that can be hard for your mental health. Mm-hmm. What I mean, I what I mean by that is I'm probably not at my healthiest internally right now. We're probably all at our healthiest in like 10% of our life. Honestly, so. grace to you, at Jamie, what, as we what? talk about grace. <laughs> Thank you so much. I will receive that. <laughs> I want to know at what point in your life do you feel like you've got your crap together? 67. I'm thinking 83. <laughs> straight up not a minute before because yeah honestly yeah both ages would this work for me it's not 26 it is not 29 either <laughs> i hope that reassures anyone listening that's younger you have a lot to look forward to and you can thrive even if you don't have your crap together right I, yeah subflex to you tweeting your, on yourself what i don't know what did you I know <laughs> all those words came out at once? <laughs> Subflex on your. Tweeting? I was gonna say subtle flex <laughs> oh. on yourself <laughs> for saying that you're still thriving, even without yourself together. Oh, I don't Good think I'm thriving. No, I heard it. You just said you my said full it. name. I heard that it. That is a troll. <laughs> I'm in a mood today, so you're gonna have to rein me in. That's because before you rein me in, yeah, and before you rein me in. I just want to say this to the public. This is the public, you and I, in this room. Um, I heard today on the CDC that COVID is no longer a pandemic. It's a breakout. Outbreak. Outbreak. You are on fire. (laughs) Who decides decides these things? The CDC, apparently. I don't know why they have the leeway to do this, but someone told me that today. Yeah. Uh, and I read it because then I was like, well, before I say this, I should probably read it. Yeah. On the CDC, it is, this has nothing to do with grace, but you just said, you know, in these times and pandemics and we're unprecedented times, unprecedented times. I'll never hear it the same. But for any of you guys listening, if you did need some good news for your Friday, 
no, 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 no. Please tell me how that word changes anything. Because I still feel the same internally. Well, that also goes with what I've said about it was never really about the pandemic. It was always about us as a society. And the pandemic added to But it. really, what does that change? It's a number. It basically, from what I've understood, it's like a numbers thing. Like, because there's only a certain level of numbers that are hit every day, now it's no longer like global pandemic. Oh, it's I see. Because we've like outbreaks. made progress? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to mean we made progress. So this is a good thing. Yeah, I thought that, you know, my joy in the beginning of saying that kind of implied that this I was a good feel thing. It. We're no longer in a pandemic. I didn't feel we it. We are now in an only it, it seemed to me more like a skeptical, like, oh, they're changing the verbiage of, like, what this actually is. No, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to, like, bring you down a notch. Eh. Anyway. Well, um, I'll look up the official citations and references on that, and we'll put it in our notes, but from what I understand, this I'm is I'm not a good probably going to put it in the notes, no, but won't. if anybody's interested, they can DM you personally. Yeah. Um. Andrea underscore higher. Let's get to the grace, shall we? <laughs> what do you struggle with giving yourself grace? Yeah, absolutely. How? How do I struggle? Yeah. Why do I always open up this time? I ask the questions because <laughs> you don't. Well, okay, fine. I'm Be ready for my next best question. I um, am living ready. What did you even say? What was the question? How do you struggle with, like, giving yourself grace? Well, I would speak probably for, like, most people, but this is true for myself, too. I think that you have a really hard time giving grace to yourself. If you have a hard time finding your own self-worth or finding worth in yourself. Just trying not to strike a chord with you, but... (laughs) (laughs) It's been struck. (laughs) If, and and I know that to be true because there's different seasons of my life where I think I probably am a little better at giving myself grace or bringing myself full circle, but the times where my worth is not where it should be or honestly I just don't think that it's not even that I don't think I'm deserving it's genuinely that I don't think I am worthy of grace in more of like maybe a self-hatred way that I have a hard time giving myself grace so are you saying you the grace you don't give yourself is because of a self-hatred thing I mean self-hatred feels like a strong word you you used the (laughs) word so that's why I said it it feels like a strong word but um what word you, would you use instead of that, then? I mean, I didn't say it was a wrong word. It just oh. felt like a strong word. <laughs> Pretty exposing. Yeah. Just like I mean Wor- a place. Worth really is. Like, the lower my worth is, the less likely I am to give myself grace. That's a hard reality to accept. Because if that's true, I've got about this much. I am subtweeting you on For that. the people so. <laughs> wondering how big of a gap I'm doing, it's not. it's not a lot. Yeah, it's minimal, um, but again, seasonal. So, I mean, like I said, I, I'm, yes, definitely times in my life where grace for myself, real low. But there's also been times in my life where I think I can, you know, if I have myself maybe in a healthier, more well-rounded, I don't know what it is, but I know that my worth maybe even isn't in what I'm doing, and in that I can give myself grace. Okay. <clears throat> I want to preface something with my personality, okay? Because... I feel like right now everybody's sitting on the other side of this thinking, wow, Jamie thinks really, really low of herself. That's not true, listener. It's not true. I also am a four, and so I know we've talked a little bit about fours, but for anybody that hasn't listened to every episode that we've ever published, fours find their identity through feelings. 
Okay, that's hard. So inconsistent. Okay, that's hard when your feelings change about (laughs) 67 times a day. So I constantly am reorienting myself to the current feeling that I have. And so I feel like that makes a difference in how I view myself because I'm constantly having to like make sure is this accurate still? Is this still authentic of how I feel with who I am? Who I am is defined by how I feel. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Can it not be though? I would love, <laughs> I would love for it to not be. I think there are times when it's not. Yeah, I was gonna say, I feel like there's a world where that shouldn't be like the norm, but it's your default. It is. It is my default, know? and I feel like it is like my DNA. But it's like And I this. feel gypped in that, let me just say. That's fair. Go on. That's fair. But I have a really big illustration on this. I don't know if this has anything to do with Grace. Okay. When I'm putting an event into my calendar, my default calendar is my work one. Yeah. When I'm putting some of my calendar and it's not work related, I then have to, you know, look back and second guess and be like, oh, is this supposed to be my work calendar or is it not? Oh, it's not. Let me go ahead and move it to my home calendar. I recently discovered, so that takes a little bit of work going Mm -hmm. back to do that. Is this even on the right calendar? Yes. No? Okay, let's get on the right one. It's a constant recalibration. Constant recalibration until I discovered that I could change my default calendar. You know how I do that? Sister, your settings. You know how I do that? (laughs) In your settings. I have to go to my settings. I have to go to the hardware where it's all hardwired in there and painfully figure out, because I'm not techie, painfully figure out. She's not. How to change, though I figured it out. Ask me how many times she's asked me for a link. <laughs> now, what takes more time for Andrea? Figuring out deep in my settings how to change my default calendar, or just every time I want to change my calendar, put it on the one it should be on? It's faster to simply just... Quick, yeah. Quick fix. Quick fix. Oh, it should be on my home calendar. I know my default calendar is annoying. Treat the symptom. I never use it. It's my old work calendar. Will I ever use it? No. But am no. I going to change the default setting? No, because it's harder. Yep. But if I change the default setting in my settings to make it the calendar I want it to be, it's much less energy every day when I have to go back in and put it in my home calendar. How do you tell somebody and to do that? That, my if... friends, is okay. grace. <laughs> How do you tell somebody to do that who's already tired? You have to go into your settings. No. No more analogy. <laughs> well, okay. So I would venture to say that you're tired because... Okay, no, 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 we can't keep pointing it just at me. This is for... No, I'm not saying you. I'm saying you universally. Okay. Well, but way to take that personally, so maybe it's for you. (laughs) I can't believe people are going to listen to this. I'm really, really embarrassed. Go on. That's how I felt about our last episode, so sorry. Remember you told me to suck it up? (laughs) I can't breathe. This is me telling you that. Yeah. Okay. If you're already tired... It is probably because you are doing that. Your calendar is in a default calendar that you're never going to use, isn't even appropriate most of the time, maybe Mm -hmm. 10% of the time. Mm -hmm. And so you're continually doing the tiring process of, oh my gosh, go back into the event, reset the calendar to what it needs to be on. That's exhausting. You know what it takes to go into your settings? What I would tell somebody who has to do that? A little research. Got to know where you're going. Okay. Got to know what you're doing. Uh You know what else you have to do? Uh, Take the time to do it. Well, right. Mm, We didn't (laughs) want to hear that part. (laughs) But we have to take the time. Do you know how long it took me in my workday to find my settings? I'm hitting the table. Do you know how long it took me in my workday to find my settings? About 15 minutes. Now, that's annoying to me, to somebody who likes to move fast. But now, 
I don't have to change my default calendar every minute of the day when I set an event. Mm -hmm. So even if you don't like to slow down, let's call it 15 months in your life. Slow down for 15 months, reset, reset your calendar. Rest of your life, though, we're working on a healthy calendar. Okay. <clears throat> Maybe not that easy. Maybe not. It doesn't take okay, a one-time recalibration. But the really beginning, great. middle, and end, but really I think great. the analogy is yeah. decent. So what has helped you find grace in your life? Or maybe accept grace? Yeah. Well, do you mean accept grace from others or accept grace, like give grace to myself? Uh, it sounds like it's harder for you to accept grace from yourself. Am I wrong? Honestly, it could probably be 50-50. So both. Yeah, I think it's probably both. Um receive grace what's helped me receive it i think the only way i've learned how to receive receive grace is to like relearn how to also receive love and those are two very difficult things mm -hmm. <laughs> at least for someone like me mm -hmm. <laughs> some friends i know they're like oh my god i feel so loved i'm like man you literally can you. say hi how are you and they're like oh my gosh thank you for thinking of me but because it's not my default mm -hmm. honestly and I would say the love is even deeper than the grace part because it's not my default. Um, if I don't feel like lovable, I guess I don't, I also in tune don't think that I'm somebody who could receive grace. So in order to help myself with that, I obviously don't have all the answers, but I really do think it's like the long journey of finding, yes, you're worth an identity, but you also have to find that and being able to like receive love yourself too from others and from yourself. What I think is interesting about this topic and I feel like it relates, but tell me if it doesn't. But I think humility within the church is almost paired with grace. Meaning, like, if somebody's trying to give you grace, I think a lot of times in the Christian world, the humble thing to do is to dismiss it. No, no, that was just how it well, was. Well, grace or praise? I mean, both. I see that a lot with praise or even like self, which I guess really ties into love. Yeah. I don't know if I see that personally as much with grace. I'm sure it's there. I guess I would be curious, like, what do, what do you define by grace? Could you give us an example, Jamie, of maybe a time in your life, since I'm now going to ask the questions of... <laughs> Good um, spin right there. <laughs> of, of what grace has looked like for you and when you had a hard time receiving it? Yeah. I mean, I always go back to that time in Israel. You know what I'm talking about with the gloves? Well, I know what you're talking about, but I'm assuming the people listening. I know, but I'm just making sure you're on the same page. <laughs> yeah, we could dive into that. Okay. I know that's not what you're looking for, but I mean, it's not, I'm but I can still dig what I want out of it. <laughs> oh, awesome. So there was this time in Israel. I was helping plan these trips. So was Anj. I had been tasked to get like 500 plus pairs of work gloves. Because we were going to do a work day out in the community. And we had to have the gloves. Had to have the gloves because we're picking up trash. Okay. There were a lot of other things on my plate at that time. Working on charter buses. <laughs> multiple charter buses. 12 teams. <laughs> when did the charter buses need to be where? At what address? At what hostel? Etc. <laughs> Etc. I'm also trying to get myself to Israel during this time. <laughs> so we get to Israel. It is the work day. Mm -hmm. And my leader comes up to me and says, Jamie, like, where are those gloves? Where can we find those? Do you know? <laughs> I actually probably lost a few years off my life because it was like instantly <laughs> my heart dropped into my chest. 
And I said, I'm so sorry. I forgot to get the gloves. I dropped the ball. And my leader said, no problem. We'll make it work. And I am still not over that grace. That's all. (laughs) Okay. So in that moment, why could you not receive it? I, it just felt like this was mine to do. This was mine to do. You trusted me and I let you down. Mm-hmm. So that was the second point I was going to bring up actually. Great segue <laughs> is I also think, so I think there's the people who can't receive grace because their self-worth is wrapped up in it. Then I think there's also people who can't receive grace because of their innate fear of failure in that too. And even when you brought up the church world, I think that's what a lot of that can correlate to, too, is really this immense fear of failing people we greatly look up to or failing ourselves in trying to, again, back to our self-worth, trying to prove that we could do something and then we found out, oh my gosh, we dropped the ball, we missed it. And I guess in that moment, my question is, were you more reluctant to receive grace or were you more reluctant to accept failure? Uh, I mean, I really do feel like it was... I mean, maybe a combination of both. Yeah. You know, I I also think I have a hard time or I'm scared of not being who people think I am. Mm-hmm. And so when I don't live up to those things or those standards, I'm not, I'm not the person you thought I was. Mm-hmm. And that's hard for me to sit with. Mm-hmm. Meaning you trusted me. And now I'm like, why would you trust me? Knowing that I didn't deliver. And we wrap back up in self-worth. <laughs> because he trusted you. He didn't trust just your actions. He trusts your character. Mm-hmm. Not just your responsibilities. Yeah. Which is where I really think grace stays kind of wrapped up. There's so many different levels to it, which is why I feel like it's a little hard to talk about. But I really feel like a lot of it comes from the f- exposed. Yes. I was exposed. Like we feel on this podcast every other Friday. <laughs> Exposed. I feel like we should charge admission for this crap. (laughs) So here I am. I'm exposed. Mm -hmm. I could receive grace. But I I really feel like for us, receiving grace would almost be admitting to the fear of whatever it is. The fear that I wasn't good enough. The fear of failure. The fear that I couldn't be trusted with it or whatever it is. Mm And reminds us that we are not superhuman. Well, and I think grace... I'd rather think I'm superhuman than try and receive grace. Well, and grace in and of itself, like, I will never understand it. I'm not supposed to, I don't think. Like, I am undeserving of grace, Right. period. I I will never wrap my head around that fully. Like, you think about that with Jesus and the cross, and, like, I I will never fully wrap my head around what that means. Yeah. I'm you because I'm like, you want me to really go there? What? <laughs> I didn't know how Christian we were going to get on this one, but if that's where you want to go. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's the truest definition of grace. And I often am like, I'm undeserving of that. And I think that translates into my, my worldview of that. Oh, absolutely. I think that's where it's hard. Absolutely. I'm not saying I still shouldn't accept it mm-hmm. or receive it. I'm just saying I think that's why I have a hard time and I hit this wall is because in the truest sense of it, I don't deserve it. But I also, on the other side of that, have seen the beauty of that when I've been extended that, like Mm -hmm. in that moment. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it really shows me like people are good and they mm-hmm. they can exceed your expectations more often than not. What does it show you about God? <sighs> that he loves me. Okay, that's a good one. <laughs> No, he really, I mean, I mean that in a deep sense. Like, I really mean that. He he loves me and he's chosen me. So that that implied people love you if they're extending you grace? I think so. Yeah. I, I mean, I hope you. so. I'm sure not every time somebody's shown me grace, they don't love me. <laughs> no, I more so mean just when they do. Yeah. Like the actual extending of it. Yeah. Yeah. That was too much on me right there. But I would like to, uh, I want to talk about, like, victimhood mentality. I think this is a really interesting, hard thing for some people to grasp. Like people being a victim? Yes. What are your thoughts? I have a hard time with the victim mentality. (laughs) Meaning you don't have a lot of grace for it? I don't have a lot of grace for it. Thank God I am not Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. Um, but I wouldn't say that that's, like, a good thing. I think I should grow in grace for that. I'm not saying that that means I think it's right, but, mm-hmm. you know, we're mm-hmm. just supposed to love people better. That's interesting, though, because I, I actually see you have a lot of grace for it. Externally. externally. <laughs> yeah, externally, I will. I will. Let me re-clarify. I don't know what happens internally for you. We're close, but. But I, it's such a broad topic, too, because, like, I mean, are you talking about people with a victim mentality like on social media i feel like that is a different kind of thing for me internally than like a friend who is genuinely might like kind of have a victim mentality but it's also i mean you're sitting there with them you're in the moment with them and it comes from so much more than you know just what you're seeing on on like social media too so i guess when you first say victim mentality my mind goes to like you know instagram or social media or whatever comes out of it but there's there's a lot of different places that I think you can um, find victim mentality too. Sure. I think the heart of it, though, is the same. And I'm not saying it's intentional. I, yeah. I, I genuinely think there are people that have a victim mentality and they don't know it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah, they are yeah, yeah. literally blind to it. They are. They have blinders. They cannot see yeah. to the right or to the left. But everything spot. around them is about them or is is twisted in a way where they're in some part of it. And I can say this because I have had those moments a lot. Like, I I am not perfect in this area, and I'm not counting myself out. It is something I've had to be consciously aware of. And I think I, think I still struggle with it sometimes. But yeah. I have seen the detriment of it, where things that were never meant to be about someone completely changed a conversation or shifted the heart of something because the point was never meant for them Mm -hmm. and it just changed the entire it changed the game so what would be some examples of victim mentality i mean gosh it's hard to think of like an instance on the spot or just general like not one specific to like you or something but just like general things because i really do feel like my mind goes and so many different places Mm -hmm. with the culture we're living in right now especially but so let's say a car accident happens and there's a pile up in traffic the person seven cars back has now made it about them being late to their event when three people ahead of them 
are now in critical condition Mm -hmm. in the ER. Mm -hmm. Not the point of Mm -hmm. the story. It's not about them. They're fine. They're late to a meeting. But now it's all about them. It's the whole center of the story. Oh, which is so just the world we live in right now. But it's because nobody, we can't see beyond what's right in front of us. Yeah. And I've done this uh, so many oh, times. Oh, all of us. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. many times. No, all of us. Absolutely. But even as you explain it like that, I'm just like, I was just trying to think like, why do I feel like this is more common even now, like right now in, mm-hmm. you know, like these few months. I'm like, what if like, I'm hearing more of this yes. or I even feel that? Yes. But I mean, even like literally for the last few months, most people have been locked in their mm-hmm. homes, isolated from other people, only on social media or social networking things yeah or only at work and only at their house i mean we've never been set up more to not be able to see the world around us or perspective around us i mean we can't travel we yeah. can't so we only see the negative perspective about any story oh, really n- yep negative yeah and then there's the media which yeah. is like already giving you a neg- ne- negative perspective so i just i almost feel like we shouldn't even be surprised that that is taking such a positive upward um trend right now because it's all we can i mean we can't see anything more or beyond that or beyond ourselves is what i should say so or our circumstances i mean what do we do see some other circumstances people you know what we do how we listen okay it's this phenomenon i know we don't know how to do it <laughs> we can't even like listen to somebody share an experience and then say like oh my gosh let me tell you about mine mm-hmm. there are places for that i'm not saying like you should only ever just be a mute little person who sits there and doesn't do anything but i mean really i think our 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 whole culture in america myself included literally when i'm, I'm thinking of like so universally mm-hmm we have to be like retrained in how to listen. It blows my mind because people will I'm listen to passionate. podcasts. <laughs> people will listen to podcasts and that has become a trend right now. Like that is so trending podcasts or love them, whatever you want to call it. It's trending for me. Which requires you to listen. Mm-hmm. That's all you do is listen. Yes. You can't interact. No. You can't do something else. Okay. You can do other things, you know, in your life, but yeah. you can't like you're not in the conversation you're not in the conversation yeah we can listen there Mm -hmm. but then you know it comes to these experiences or somebody sharing a vulnerable moment and we feel so inclined that you know we have to share ours too or and again there are spaces for that where that might you know be the case yes i mean i would hope that a podcast would generate conversation it's half the reason we have this right but i'm talking like active listening in our our daily lives it just kill it, i don't understand it mm-hmm. why we can listen for 45 minutes to a podcast but then not be able to practice active listening in our daily lives in our relationships and our ongoing mm-hmm. things because andrea it takes more effort and more work i know andrea that's probably why and maybe some grace and maybe some grace <laughs> um honestly yeah but I really think that that is, like, one of the, if you're asking, like, okay, well, how do you, we get around that, around victim mentality? I literally think one of the biggest things is to listen. The other thing would be perspective to me, mm-hmm. which, you know, then you'd then say, well, how do you gain perspective? Yeah. That's hard because I think for everyone it's different. Yeah. For some people it might be, like, going outside. For some people it's, like, watching documentaries that they didn't know mm-hmm. and that go against their worldview maybe. Like, yep. gosh, get yourself in another person's shoes. Yes. I don't know. God yep. forbid it doesn't line up right with our morals. Yep. Jesus did things that the Pharisees would say every day didn't line up with his morals, mm-hmm. and yet he could still listen and really bring people to truth in that. 
And so um, I do feel like those are two big things, listening and perspective. I think that's huge. And there's an organization, Be the Bridge. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. If you join their Facebook group, you are actually not allowed to say anything for three months. The point is that you would just yeah. listen and take in information and take in perspective for three Without months. talking? Yeah. 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 Without talking. You know, Can we, you imagine if we would if we had done some of that stuff? What if we couldn't say anything about COVID nineteen for three months and we just listened? I don't want to honestly answer what I feel about that question, <laughs> but it would have been good. It would have been different. <laughs> Let's say that would have been different. I will say, would have missed the memes. Let me just say. Oh yeah, I mean, would have missed really the best part. Yeah, but I will also say this too. I think it's John Eldridge. I've actually heard a lot of different people talk about this, but I first heard it from John Eldridge talking about it in his new book. But he literally talks about how we were never intended to take on so much emotional pull, so many different yes. stories. Like, even, I think it's even, like, something, like, less than 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, people couldn't, you weren't blasted with these stories about people and, you know, other countries, other states, even other cities, you, we were only meant to carry, like, the, our community um, and the culture that, that we are, like, literally daily living in. Yeah. But it's sad because now it's reversed. We have, we are taking on the information from such a global perspective everywhere. And again, I'm not saying that's bad. I literally just said, get perspective. Mm-hmm. But, but there's only so much we can take in on that before we can't show up in yes. the world that we live in day to day before I can't if I'm taking in so much information on media or documentaries or podcasts or whatever it is and that that I'm giving all my emotions to that and then I can't even show up with the people I live with mm-hmm. I feel like it's telling us that we're giving all of our listening attention to the podcast or all of our listening attention to the yeah. whatever you want to call them outside sources yeah and we just have nothing left for relationships no we have nothing left for grace I mean love worth yeah. Self-worth. We're not even quiet enough to know what we think about that with ourselves. I was just telling somebody yesterday, just when I think I've hit the threshold of how much I can hold, something <laughs> is added on top of it. And I feel like that is 2020 for all of us. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, February hits, I'm at my threshold. March, no, no, this is my new threshold. <laughs> April, May, June, July, threshold. Yep. August, threshold. No, we already reached it. I reached it years ago. Okay. I'm, and I'm that's dramatic. where Jimmy, Jimmy is dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, really, I, I don't know. I don't know when the last like global pandemic was. And so for us, I mean, that hitting what February or March, mm-hmm. whenever it was mm-hmm. like, we basically hit that two months into the year. And now that is why 2020 is just, is it really the worst year ever? If I'm looking at it, in the whole picture, we had just about as crazy stuff happen in any other year. We've never been at our threshold by March. Globally. <laughs> yeah. And it's true. We're trying to figure out why we're like so emotionally drained by this hurricane coming in. I'm like, man, we had We've had hurricanes. We had hurricanes. Yeah. We had wildfires. We had right. I mean again, all terrible stuff, but why is somebody on social media that's getting divorced making me cry? Yeah. We're, we've maxed it. We've maxed the... <laughs> Give me the max button. Where do I push it? 
But we maxed it in March, and I just, I feel like it has so much less to do with 2020, though it's really, feel bad for 2020. It's going to go down in a really bad... Oh, gosh. This is going to be in the history books. I cannot wait to read it. (laughs) Which is, but it's funny because, honestly, we have ourselves so fooled that we think it, we have ourselves so fooled if we think that December 31 to January 1, a one-day hop is suddenly going to clear our max capacity, and we start afresh. I've grieved that that can't happen. (laughs) I wish it could. It can't. It's not going to. I know. But no, I shouldn't say no, but a lot of us aren't doing what we need to do to bring our capacity back down, and... Tell us what we need to do. Cheersing... I know. After I said that, I was like, well, frick, I'm going to say what what you do. Uh But cheer... I'm just on a rant right now, but cheersing you know, on New Year's Eve, is not going to bring our capacity like, no, I'm a fresh, I'm good to go. We got to go back into our settings. Mm -hmm. I mean the hard drive, like a hard drive. So the default not being work, but the default being your home in, if we're going back to our Mm -hmm. analogy. Yeah. That's not going to be, we're, we're doing that. We're flipping our calendars. Mm -hmm. Maybe this, maybe this capacity will work. Maybe this social media fast will work. Maybe this time of relationship building will work maybe this new job will work maybe this book will work nope you're switching calendars what do you we're gonna all i gotta say is hard drive set (laughs) yikes reset i don't think people are ready for this hey guess what global world reset is our (laughs) word for 2021 (laughs) oh my let me just do it for us (laughs) no it should be our word right now reset yeah should we get a tattooed (laughs) i have a sleeve I'm working on, James. Since you know when? about it. You didn't hear me give this whole speech the other night? No. Well, I don't want to share it publicly. <laughs> don't want anybody to steal your No, I don't want ideas. to give it no. <laughs> Where were you? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I shared all about it. Anyway, yeah, I'll throw that word on there. Sure. We need to throw it on. Also, that rant, like, so sweet, Andrea, that you th- sound like you know what you're talking about, but that is also me. Like, lump me into the, all the people I was just talking If you're not lumped in, I'm pulling you down. <laughs> It's just, I've always, like, kind of laughed, no offense if this person is you, but at, like, the New Year's resolutions, anybody who knows me is, I'm like, okay, if I want to start working out, I'm not going to wait until January 1st, you know? But there's some people who really need that, like, new Mm -hmm. year, new Mm -hmm. calendar flip, and that's great. But I am just saying off of what we are coming off of, I think we need a lot more than a calendar flip. Yeah. Or a new year ending in a one instead of a zero. We need... We need what we needed last year, but it's just infinitely, now we're more aware of it. Yeah. So you're going to have to ask a new question if you don't want me to keep ranting about this. Well, we're running out of time. Well, then maybe that's a good ending spot. But I, I would like to ask, in the moments where you get frustrated and it's hard for you to give grace, what helps you? Let's just end on a practical note here. I, I feel like I already said this. This was my answer for that, but I already gave it away. The only thing that has helped me understand grace is truth, which sounds paradoxical. Because it is. in the Bible, it is paradoxical. You know, people are like, Jesus was about truth, Jesus was about grace. He was literally about a a perfect tension of the two. Mm -hmm. And um, the only thing that will help me give grace to others I didn't already say truth. I was going to say perspective, but I decided to switch the word. So truth would be my answer to this one. And um, I think the only time I can give that to other people, and the only time I can give it to myself, even if I don't want to on either side, 
is if I'm going back to the truth of what I know and, you know, so for other people, the truth of what really might have happened in a situation is, Andrea, let's assume they actually didn't know that you told them to do that thing. Marriage, great example. Andrea, let's assume that John really didn't actually hear you. Let's assume that you didn't even actually say it. Let's just, let's just assume that even if you did all of those things, the truth is that what you signed up for was to forgive. Truth plus forgiveness equals grace. Is that in your sleeve tattoo? No, I just thought of that on the spot, but it could. I might add it in. <laughs> but <laughs> I really good. think, I've been trying to think this whole time, but I, th- I really feel like that is such a big piece of the formula is this truth. This is the reality of what happened. There's forgiveness in that. Mm-hmm. And that is such an outpouring of grace. Mm-hmm. Does that answer your question? Yeah, I agree. What would you say? I think I would go back to the identity thing. Like, yeah. I think I think it's hard to give anybody else room to make a mistake if you don't also think there's room for you to make a mistake. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's where, maybe that's where I find myself yep. a lot of times. And that is something, I guess I would say what's helped me is when I can speak truth over myself, kind of what you're saying about who I am. Mm-hmm and what makes me me yeah if i'm not sharing those things and if i'm not speaking that type of life over myself yep that's when i can find myself in a victim mentality or unable to accept grace or give it so it's i mean an hourly thing an hourly reminder like sometimes you just need it that often no you do maybe maybe mostly in 2020 but Maybe another year's too. Like, if you're not doing those things, I don't know. Maybe try it. Mm-hmm. Nothing's foolproof, but I think it helps for sure. Our our pastor just talked about that this weekend at City Church Testament. And um, I thought it was insightful, but he was saying literally what you were talking about, where he was basically just saying that the only way to keep us centered in what maybe we would say here is grace is like experiencing these daily pockets of mm-hmm. of God's presence, mm-hmm. bringing ourselves. It's the only thing that recenters ourselves. Yeah. So I feel like we hate that we want a way better answer than what you're saying, but that is like even biblically maybe the only honest and truthful answer in yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Is that we have to find these pockets of grace, pockets of our presence, finding pockets of this is the truth that I know, mm-hmm. and then even. This is the forgiveness I have to find and maybe even not meeting the truth that I do know about myself and mm-hmm. then still finding grace in that. Yeah. Um, there was this, like, meme or I don't know if it was on Twitter or whatever it was, but it was someone had said something like, um, the golden do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Mm-hmm. But then it was saying, like, but what I do to myself is self-hatred, self-insecurities, mm-hmm. no forgiveness, hurt, envy, jealousy, quote quote do unto others wow yikes that one that one hurts i was just so challenged by that because i was like wow that is i think that's like really we're taught that in kindergarten but we're not taught how to do that well to ourselves no we're we just jump right to doing it for others but yeah do unto others you probably want to do that for you too Mm -hmm. a topic for another time but i think some of the messaging we get when we're growing up plays into that Kind of like the messaging where it's like, don't cry, like you're fine, or like... Everything. 
you know. Oh, that's another topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah write yeah. it down because I could, especially having a kid now, I could feel like I could dive in. Yeah, well, let's just put a cap on that for now. We <laughs> don't want me to get too passionate there again. <laughs> no, we don't have time for that right now. What we have time for before we end is what's trending. Yes. In about seven minutes. Tell us what's trending in seven minutes. Fantasy football is trending for hey. me. I um, don't know what happened in the last three years of my life. People, I feel like you knew me four or five years ago, laugh about it, but man, I'm into football. Football fanatic, I'm in like two, maybe now at this point, three fantasy league. I've got one in seven minutes. So, Jamie, you really squeezed this in here to my fantasy league. Didn't even get to set my cue, but that's okay. And for everyone that listens to this, just so you know, Andre and I, we're up first in a, we're up against each other in week yes. one. We somehow found ourselves in the same fantasy. Will it make our friendship? Will it break it? We don't know. <laughs> Stay tuned. Who are you going to root for? <laughs> We want to know. So check Instagram if you haven't. Jamie sounds too calm about it, so that might entice you to root for her. Don't. I have the passion. I have Patrick Mahomes, so... I have Lamar Jackson. I mean, we're neck and neck. (laughs) We're not even going to get there. We're just not even going to go there. Is there anything else trending in your world? Fantasy football is trending. I And this glitter, I'm talking so much about Grace and our culture and all these things because I'm currently actually listening not reading this book Mm -hmm. Ruthless Elimination of Hurry John Mark Comer I've always loved him he's awesome I have like four other books of his I was recommending but The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry I literally think you have to be in the right moment for it and for any of his books actually I really have to be there yeah but man The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry is um a really good one the whole premise of the book essentially um is obviously around hurry and i have the worked on a little thesis oh wow let's hear it he says hurry is the great enemy of spiritual life in our everyday you must ruthlessly eliminate hurry from your life it came from somebody he asked somebody like basically what what he needs to do to be like a good basically just a good person pastor like how do i not burn out all these things mm-hmm. the person who responded just said you must you must eliminate hurry and that was all. Yeah. And it was, and he talks literally for the whole book on that. And I would highly recommend it if you're somebody who is in this space in your soul and in your life where I'm not talking about you. I didn't say you were. <laughs> you're looking at me like a four-year-old who's getting lectured. Well, I can like feel that <laughs> that's what you mean. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about it for me. I like, I, again, I'm listening to it and I find myself like replaying the same thing like four times. Yeah. I'm like, wow, I... He basically talks about how you have to detox from hurry, and it's like yes. an addict coming oh, off yeah. of um, a high, a high, yeah. But a detoxing it too, and I was like, wow, that's why this has felt so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're detoxing it. So because anyway, it is uncomfortable. Period. Super uncomfortable. Think you're doing it wrong, but it's actually just not natural anymore. And him and Jefferson Beth Key mm-hmm. have a podcast. Like a short series. I think there's like 11 episodes maybe yeah, where short. they talk about like, because Jeff Bethke also came out with a book kind of along the same lines, talking about hurry and burnout and hustling and rest more than anything. Like what is the Sabbath actually? So I definitely recommend their podcast as well. It's good. Yep. I started yep. with the podcast and now I'm on the book. I read that or I listened to that at the beginning of, or the end of the last year. The podcast? Yeah. Yeah. That's when it was coming out. It's yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Highly recommend. Those are my top two. I've taken too much time already. Taking too much of your time, Jim. What what's trending in your world? Well, first of all, Channel Trace is the vibe lately. 
loving it. Not that's cleaning. a that's a artist music mm-hmm. artist. Yep, yep, person. <sighs> yeah, really liking that. And then you know I'm going back to the basics. I'm rereading Blue Light Jazz. That is a good one too. That book. Oh, Donald Miller. <sighs> it's so good. It's good. So just trying to take a minute and find some joy. Yep. Amidst the craziness. So those two things are doing it for me. Can't wait to kick your butt tomorrow. I am projected to win by 70%. Didn't want to, like, I haven't myself, set my I haven't set my team yet. We just drafted the other night. Your team's pretty <laughs> damn set. <laughs> okay. Well, sure. Pray for us. Pray for us. <laughs> Tell us who you want to win. Won't be offended if it's not me. I'll be offended if it's not me. Just kidding. See you next time. Thanks for tuning in today, guys. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And let us know what you thought of today's episode by tagging us on social media. This is Trendish. We'll see you soon.